You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Vegas. It's rock. It's dogs. It's Vegas Rock Dog Radio. A rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Stand by for great guests and cool advice. All in one rocking hour. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. That's 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring up. The host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Hello, everyone. <laughs> that was a funny start this morning. <laughs> Welcome to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. I'm Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and you are listening to the best pet radio show in the world. <laughs> Uh, um, pulled by me, <laughs> I'm, I it was Paul. I pulled did the poll, and I was the only one that answered the poll. So there you go. Uh, it's a rock and roll show, all about pets, people, and pop culture. I am live from Las Vegas, and in studio today we've got uh, Jim Dorigo, my husband, who's already drank a thin mint, Nesquik, gross milkshake. He's now starting on the strawberry one. Disgusting. He's got two bottles of uh, icy. Someone's going to have a tummy ache later. (laughs) And I have my friend, celebrity magician, animal advocate, Murray Sawchuck. That's me. That That is me. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. This is the first time I've spoken all morning. (laughs) So you didn't get to like warm up your vocal cords? No, I didn't warm up. Nothing. I didn't know. I didn't chat to anybody at the bus stop. Nothing. I just, (laughs) you know, walked all the way here from my house. That's what I do. That's what I do. It's only a short six mile walk. So yeah. that was you on that the corner of yeah. Sahara and yep. what's that? What's the Durango. crazy? Durango. Yeah. It's the guy playing the guitar dance. Oh my there. God. I love that him. That was me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was me. blackface, but that was me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you think he makes money being a magician. He has a second job. He's on that corner. Exactly. Do you spin signs as well? I do whatever you need if it pays the bills. <laughs> You have one of those Statue of Liberty outfits, too, don't you? Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's around tax time, usually around, you know, February, April. Why is it always a guy that's Mm. a Statue of Liberty? I don't know why. I never see girls do it. Because they're smart. They actually can get a real job and... It's you like, know, with air conditioning It's like the that. Brady Bunch episode oh. of Johnny Bravo. Remember that yes. one? Yes. Oh, know, here we go again. I, the whole reason why they selected Greg Brady was not because of his talent, because he fit the outfit. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, that happens sometimes in town, doesn't it? Sure in entertainment. Does. It that really, the truth? The face, the face fits, the body looks right in the costume. It's funny you talk about the Brady Bunch, because I never grew up with the Brady Bunch. So he references it all the time, and I have no Nothing. clue what's going on. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, maybe Netflix them. Blank. Maybe Just something. blank. <laughs> you know Little House on the Prairie, though. I so. do. I love I Michael still Landon. Watch, I still watch it. What's with the selective iconic television? I know, right? I do. I love that one. And what's the other one? Uh, the Waltons. Oh, really? <gasps> they had a reunion. Ah, on a show that you're always on. Yes. Home and Family. They had oh, the Waltons. really? Yeah. Oh, recently. Last week. Like, oh, that's why uh, Mark was wearing that wig. Yes. I, I kept looking. I thought. <laughs> the dad wig. What, yeah, and I kind of read it, and then it never. I never paid attention to it. And then Christina was dressed in her old dress, and I thought, it's got to be something about flashback to the old times. It and I was, just never looked at it long enough. It was so. the Waltz. It was actually very good. There was lots of tears on that show. Oh, really? Uh, it was funny because, you know, cause generally you don't bawl your eyes out on a, watching yeah. a daytime show. You know, it's yeah. kind of a fun, light show. Oh, yeah. But they were, she was, Christine was bawling. Oh, interesting. I mean, really, really bawling. She probably bawling. grew up. I mean, she, Christina's, you know, back in the day was a very, very high-end model. Oh, she was gorgeous. Fashion model. She? And yeah, her daughters are beautiful. She's beautiful. Yep. It's a really nice family. The whole damn yeah. family's great. And, uh, and yeah, so, you yeah, know, so a, I guess a lot of memories. Yeah, it's one of the best shows. You're on that show a lot, though. 
Yeah, I do. I've been. I've probably done over fifteen or eighteen episodes. I'm probably going to go back in August uh, this month at some point and and do something else on there. I became good friends with them, and That's and they're really, really good, good people. And my manager is best friends with Mark Stein's manager. Oh, okay. So there's a big connection there, and that's kind of how I got on the show originally, way back. And now, uh, they're just good people. Did you meet my friend Laura Nativo, who does all the dog stuff? Yeah, on she the came show. to my show. Oh. she came to my show about a week oh, and a half ago. Oh, I saw the picture. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And they texted me saying, "Hey, she's coming in," and I said, "Yeah, great." And so I got to meet her. And yeah. but we've never worked together on the show. We have thought about doing a segment together. Oh, yeah. It would be perfect. Yeah. And then you can travel so, with the dogs once again. Exactly. Bring them back in, all three of them now. So, exactly. We, we've been friends with Laura for about 10 years. Oh, really? When she started, a, she'd always been in, um, in, in Hollywood, in movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she got on that reality show, CBS, uh, America's Greatest Dog. 10 years ago. Oh, really? And it was a reality show with you and your pet and okay. all these challenges. She was a top three finalist. She was. And, oh, no we, and a friend of ours was um, doing some of the endorsements for the contestants. And uh, he was working with, and it's from, from here actually, and he um, had her working at Super Zoo, the big Oh, pet, yeah, sure. That was thing. just in town. And that's how we got to meet Laura. She always goes, oh, you know what? You're the first, you're my first pet industry friends you wow. know because at the time she only had little Preston yes since then she's got Penelope Superfly because that is the best name for a dog ever <laughs> and uh, and Delilah uh-huh. um, but uh, that's how we got to know um, Laura Oh, interesting, because yeah. I didn't know, really her, know her history. I knew her up from the show, and everyone's like, have you ever worked with her? I said, no, 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 and I think we've passed each other, you know, on the set, because she'll come in a day early to set things yeah. up, but we've never, so, yeah, it was nice to meet her, and we had a great time, took some photographs, and she was here for the Super Zoo, that's when she She's came in She's an amazing dog trainer. She really is, huh? Um, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, everyone's talked highly. I've but, never you know, seen anything like what she did with her newest dog from being a puppy at four months. I can't yeah, believe what that dog really. could do. It was incredible. Yeah, and yeah. it really is a labor of love, though, isn't it? I mean, it really you is. Know, you really have to be serious about it, get into it. And you got it. It's like brushing your teeth every night. You have to do it. <laughs> you can't just expect them to go, oh, if I give them a few treats, I'll sit up. You actually have to, you know, set aside half an hour. You or have whatever. to have the discipline. Yeah, yeah, you do. And take them to the, the guest room or wherever. There's no other dogs or nothing else. And you work on that one dog. There's no way to do it with a bunch of other dogs running mm-hmm. around. You really got to. So I just did have that with my other dog we did that and I had to take the dog into another room Yeah, we have like a half an hour training session uh, because the other dogs would always get in the way yeah and just distract him of course yeah but Very you know what Jim's going mm-hmm, because we did a, a quick photo shoot mm-hmm. this week and uh, our three together actually separately as are okay but yes. together oh uh, sure they they feed that energy if yeah, one, they be, if one, one gets kicks wigged, off and away we go it was not, it, it, not the fu- most fun I, shoot I, had yeah. to deal I was with sweating the, yeah, I yeah. didn't even tell you what I dealt with this morning on the on the walk why you know, we have a part of the trail system that goes yep. right past our house and so I took the two little ones Mr. Twix and Thornton out for a walk this morning walk run whatever walk run sniff poop and uh, <laughs> you know so here we are enjoying the morning and a peloton of about 25 road bikers starts. Oh, no. And it's like, you know what? Uh, they never let you know they're coming they either. They need to get with it. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bicyclist. They should have something. You know, bell. Ring, ding, ring, ding. <laughs> ring, ding, And we, ding. We, we, we have the gentlemanly protocol in the bicycle world of how you're supposed to behave around pedestrians, around pets, trail etiquette. You know, you always give way to sure. people climbing if you're descending because, you know, they're expending energy. You're not. Give way to pedestrians. And I don't know what's wrong with these road bikers, and it's always the guys that think they're, 
something special wearing the team shirts and all that it's like you know i'm walking a couple dogs you're gonna scare them yeah and this is a dual use pathway sure. so you shouldn't be riding 28 miles an hour past me and my dogs well, of we, course. we stopped going on that one trail for that exact reason yeah same etiquette as when you have hor- i rode horses all my life I didn't if know you're that. on yeah oh yes those too and uh and when you're riding along the road say you're cutting through a trail or you're cutting to someone else's farm and you know you ride along the side of the road because as you do in the, the you know rural yeah. cars um you know you see you swing into the second lane or you you know around the horse yeah. you run right by but that's in those in that world you know the Iowa's Oklahoma's and Ohio's yeah. you know that you just you see it, it. And you just swing around you don't think even twice as part of your life you exactly know, but, yeah. but yeah so it's very inconsiderate it's frustrating I, it I, is I have mine too and I'm walking three of them and literally you feel like you know you're a marionette because <laughs> I keep swinging one yeah. goes under and one and no, no, don't go around the pole ah crap and you gotta haul two back to go around the pole and then they and run then, around your legs yeah. and wrap you up tie yeah. you up like a and, magic yes. trick and, and you make it all the way back you give yourself a treat you're like I made it yeah, you made them all back. And I didn't flying three kites in a gale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is a lot of work, you know. So. Well, if you're just listening to the show right now, I've got Murray Sawchuk here. Um, he's a celebrity magician, uh, animal advocate. He's done lots of things. He's very, very interesting. He's one of our friends. We love him. He, we love him for the fact he got up really early this morning. But I have stuff to give him, so it's kind of a bribe, yes. really. Because otherwise, works. I would have said just call in. But since I have stuff for him. See, that's I mean, why I'm here. We plied him with iced tea and yeah. chocolate biscuits. Oh, so yeah. let me tell you something. We, we know how to treat them well here at the I'm show. You. Um, if you're listening for the first time, um, you can find us on VegasRockDogRadio.com, on Facebook at VegasRockDogRadio.com. Radio. I almost got that wrong. Twitter, <laughs> Vegas Rock Dog Show, no W at the end. The call-in number is 702-483-4444. And like I said, we are live from Las Vegas on Vegas All Net Radio. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to, I don't know, let's, let's do a quick break. Why not? Because I am so weak like a kitten, I can't even open this iced tea, so I can do that on the break. <laughs> it's like, we'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Do you know that moment when your dirty dog's about to jump in your nice, clean car? You can avoid all the cleanup and mess with a 4K9 seat cover. 4K9s makes heavy-duty seat covers and cargo liners that will blend seamlessly with the interior of your vehicle. You can find us at 4K9s.com, that's the number 4, K-N-I-N-E-S.com, or on Amazon.com. 4K9s makes nothing but the best for your best friend. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. And we're back. You listen to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And in studio today, I have Murray Sawchuk. He's a celebrity magician, animal advocate. He can ride horses. He can build you anything. Do all magicians, I would think all magicians are quite handy. You have to be because you're cheap. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the, the reason, yeah, you didn't see, I actually didn't walk, I came in my go-kart that I put together. There's two, two lawnmower wheels and, and a wheelbarrow fi- on fire. And your feet on uh-huh. the bottom. Yeah, I flintstoned it all the way here. And, uh, He's 
And um, that's the, well, you know, because what happens is you start out in magic and you get a magic book because uh, that's what you can afford, or you just steal from the library and then pay them the fine for losing it. Because them by the book. Or whatever you do, all those tricks. And now you have a book and you, now you can make card tricks and you glue cards together or you make this popsicle stick kind of cool drawer thing that hides something in a drawer. But you can make this stuff and that's great because therefore it saves money. You go to a magic store, it's very expensive because yeah. there's not a lot of supply and demand in the magic world. So the props are more expensive because, you know, it's not like everyone's buying toilet paper. Well, we all need that or Kleenex. <laughs> Magic's not like, oh, everyone needs to have a sponge rabbit, you know, so um, so that things are more expensive. So basically, you learn to make stuff, and then when you're on the road, you know, you don't have seamstresses and steamers. Like here in Vegas, Union, you do, yeah. when you're at that level. But, but when you're trying to get there, uh, mm-hmm. you, you lose a button, guess what? Is you either hot glue the sucker back on, oh. or you stitch it, and away you go back on stage, you know? So, yeah, because yeah. you're always building something. Yes. I like yeah. the, um, the new Marie... Um, lights your name in oh lights. yeah that's very cool I got them I built the sign but I actually got the letters made from a couple that I met on fish something it's like an Etsy but it's called something design fish or fish oh, something yeah. online fish and oh I wish I could do. think of it and you find all these people that build things and crafters oh. and it's called fish something I gotta oh it's too bad I could do a plug for them but I can't remember the damn name go on James find it in find the commercial it, break I'll google it but fish something and it's Anyways, but the, this couple makes them. I think they're from Ohio, and uh, a lot of plugs for Ohio today. But um, and uh, <laughs> they make them, and they send them out, and they're just a husband wife team. And uh, and I loved them when I saw it because I really wanted uh, the authentic signs. Yeah, because I love the neon boneyard. I'm a huge supporter of that uh, neon oh, boneyard. Yes, uh, uh, with you all the old signs. You had a great signs. shoot down there. Yeah, I, I've shot there many times. Really, yeah. really nice. And I support them. I believe in all that vintage heritage stuff for Vegas. And yeah. so, anyways, but long story short, yeah, I put them together myself because you save yourself. Thousands of dollars. You know, we're not hiring Andy Wamsley, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> you know, I'm Googling hey, fish Let me tell you online. something. Just, just the fact that we're friends with Andy, you should do stuff for free for us. I know, I should, exactly. Just the say. fact that we remain his friend. I'm just coming up with ice fishing in Ohio <laughs> right now. Can I Google search Ice it? fishing. Yeah, I'm going to look right now. Ice <laughs> fishing in Ohio. Uh, it's got an animal theme I'm to it. I'm going to find this before it's over. <laughs> if you're uh, on Periscope, we're actually going to Periscope after the next break, I think. I think we'll have Jim be on the... Uh, on the camera for that. So. It's so funny you brought up Periscope. Uh, I've been having this conversation for two months now because everyone knows I'm in social media and I don't want to add anything more to my stuff. I, I don't know. care. I'm all of a sudden, I've realized I'm going to lock in and be old. <laughs> so when I'm 70, I'll be like, oh, you're back in the day. They used to have that because I've realized I've got enough <laughs> crap online and all this stuff because I live on it, right? And John Katz has been, I hang with him all the time and he's always like, come on, you get in the Periscope, this is your next thing. And yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, well, I, sh- I said, I should. So we got this big battle where everyone's waiting for me to get on the well, Periscope. You break and down. Yeah, and then Chloe tried to get on and she got on for two seconds and then she was like, no, I can't even be bothered. Not for her. She has it on her phone. I can't even download it on my phone. I tried three times now. I have a Samsung, and I guess it's built for Apple. And I, I know I'm sound like really uneducated <laughs> to every tech wizard listening right now. Uh, I've tried three times now, and I'm like, you know, I'm out. I can't. Well, maybe this is the only way you get to go. But technically, they can't say you're on it because you didn't have your own account. No, I don't have my own account. So you go. No. So if I Kat, hack somebody else's. If Cats comes back, <laughs> if he comes back, you can just say, well, I didn't break down because technically I didn't have the app on my phone. So, exactly. but if you're on Periscope, find us at Vegas rock dog and um you'll be able to see um murray's lovely barnet that means hair you know that don't you what's that barnet no what's that it's a hat hair oh hair yeah lovely barnet oh nice i remember that (laughs) we have the same queen yeah you must know what barnet means well barnet i thought was a hat (laughs) oh a bonnet yeah you're thinking bonnet well a hat you know like a little puffy muffin hat (laughs) what do they call those a bonnet or the which is the front the of the hood of your car. Which is the front of your car? A, a bonnet? Yeah. I call it a bumper. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> we also let's let's get. I could imagine you smacking into something. Oh my god, you smacked my bonnet. Yeah, up. You, you smashed you my bonnet. That? Like I can't believe you dented my bonnet. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe that's a new website, dentmybonnet.com. <laughs> See what, really what's your good. Your go daddy, dent my bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> could be a whole new world. It could be a whole new world. I know, right? Also, we will say things like, it's a little bit cheeky, but I'm on it like a car bonnet. Oh, really? Like you're on top That's of a car bonnet. I'm on it. i got to remember that. I'll use that in my wife. It's very educational, this show, as you can tell. It's yes. very educational. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're on Periscope, find us, Vegas Rock Dog. After the break, we are going to show you who's in studio. And um, uh, that's simple. That's I'm it. Excited. So, um, let me talk about, because there's lots to talk about with you, Murray. That's what I like about you. <laughs> there's loads to talk about. First of all, I think he'd been traveling the world in 180 days. Because every time I woke up on Facebook, he was in a different city. Yeah. I'm like, God, where's he now? What's going on? Last weekend, we ended up touring. Uh, we ended up going to um, Atlantic City. We played, or well, we did my show here. And see, I try not to miss a day here. Yeah. So uh, what'll happen is me and Lefty, who's my guest act in the show, and then Chloe does The Illusions, my wife. Um, Will, she has her show at Fantasy as well. So what'll happen is yeah. I like getting in a day earlier or red eye, so I get in the morning of. So I'll, I'll do my show, huh? on like 11 o'clock flight wherever we're going and then land that morning will set and, and then Chloe will fly in that next day usually just before showtime because she can still catch her show yes. at Luxor and then fly out the next morning. That's a lot of and work. Then, yeah, so we did my show, flew out to Atlantic City and of course when you're all the way to the east it always takes forever and then we uh, did Harris uh, in Atlantic City which is fun with Massive Illusion which is the show we're yes, on CW. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, and then we, from there we had a day off and then we went up to Turning Stone Casino which is in Syracuse, New York and played that. Great <sighs> Um, great, great casino to play. And it was cool. The best thing about that casino is 780 seats. My, one of my first, you know, I'm starting to do these solo shows now. I'm selling tickets on my own name, which is scary. It's a whole different world. But it's great. Oh, though. I love it. Oh, it's great. Gosh. But it's really scary. Now I understand when these records break for singers and artists, and you go, man, I hope we can sell an arena. Yeah. I really get why Michael Jackson back in the day was scared that he couldn't sell an arena again because you did it before. Oh. And I, wow. I mean, you know, I'm far from that. But I walked down the hallway before I walked on, and that was the worst thing I should have done because they put up all the posts of all the stars oh. that played there for the last 25 years. Who was and I'm on walking there? down from Joan Rivers to Kathy <laughs> Griffin to Michael Bublé right. when he was starting. Brad oh. Paisley played the room. No way. This is a 700AC room. But, you know, this is when their first album yeah. came out, like we all do. Hunter Hayes, all these guys. And uh, that was the worst thing. I could care to everybody. You name it. They were. And I was like, man. Now I'm nervous. I wasn't nervous. You should have closed your eyes. I should not even walk down the hallway, you know. So, um, but I found it really interesting. So yeah, from there we did the show overnight, five a.m. flight back here, and then we did the four o'clock show here. So. I think people just think because it is a lot of know. glitter on the actual show and oh, when you shine walk on, you look, and yeah. illusion, and it's wonderful. But that it is a lot of work. Just traveling, even at traveling at normal times, is really difficult. But to sure actually be getting on planes at five a.m. and and with your equipment, you know. As you I was going to say, how much your... how much stuff do you take with you? I mean, is it? I ship two or three cargo cases with my illusions that's the big stuff right for the bigger venues but when I but I pack four suitcases 50 pounds a piece because oh. the airlines love you know charging you for everything and uh, I can fly with four 50 pound suitcases so what 200 pounds of equipment yeah. and do easily an hour and a half in four suitcases which is nothing so that's great and so we all fly with six we all have one personal each 
And right. then we kind of. So you have to really that. think about being efficient because it can be very costly. Yes. Pack small, play big. And well, how much, <laughs> how much <laughs> I love that. do you have to prepare in advance to send to ship your crates over? It's I mean, usually about uh, uh, seven to twelve days if I want to make it cheap. Like if I want it to three days, I could. But then there's an extra four or five hundred bucks on cargo depending on what I'm shipping. But right. if it's you know if I have the time, and now with my show here, I have two two hours of material I could do in a suitcase. You know, and this theater I'm in is a three hundred seat theater, so I don't need to have massive tricks so I can ship those off it's only nine minutes of my show realistically that makes it really so, efficient though doesn't yeah, it yes so I don't have to have two props of everything because I, I see these magicians and all anyone who's listening knows who, knows who I'm talking about is they got warehouses of these illusions yeah. now to me the only reason to have a prop is to make money. Yes. Unless it's a collectible from Houdini, that's a different story. Right. That's a museum piece. I'm talking about buying this, you know, like instruments. Unless you're a collector, right. in my opinion, is you know, you have instruments to pay the bills, to enjoy life, and yeah. to do Get what you love doing. Get rid of that second flute, Jim. But if you, but if you have 17,000 <laughs> saxophones, you know, and because you think, oh, I'm going to use this one when I play with this guy and this one. Well, if you're storing them in a warehouse and you're paying $1,000 a month to store yeah. them, now you got to get all these yeah. gigs to pay for storing the... the Instruments that exactly. make you money, yes. and that's the same thing with magicians. They have all these equipments. They like, oh, I got all this furniture, but it's costing them twelve to fifteen thousand a year. So you have to at least make that much a year off that equipment, yes, to pay for just storing it. And my theory is, get rid of it all. I'll rent what I need because enough magicians not working now, and, you know. And they could use <laughs> to your advantage. Sure, I can rent it off them, and then I have my own few props. Yeah, and if I'm so, I'll just pull them out of my show and ship them versus having two or three because mm. now it costs more money. You got to buy. You should do well, a, I, a I seminar on to, business as a magician. To gauge whether wow. that trick is going to be your your, uh, Money your ultimate piece, your, your you know the the signature uh, illusion in your show. You know, I we talked about that this week because I made an instrument acquisition a couple of years ago, and I just realized I spent money on something that's just not making me money. I just mm-hmm. don't need it. Yeah, it's a nice asset, but sure. I just don't need it. Yes, you have an, to really be honest with yourself. It's called an ewe. Have you seen them? Electric wind instruments. Didn't they use it on Star Trek? No, it was was a very, yeah, it was a very groundbreaking instrument. An electric wind. A guy named Steiner invented it back in the 70s. It was originally called the Steiner phone. Michael Brecker made it most famous because he was such a virtuoso on everything Mm -hmm. he touched. And, you know, I I bought this instrument. It's an electric wind instrument. It's, it's It's an expressive synthesizer that is like a flute clarinet saxophone. And, uh, you know, I, it just does, I like it. It's not useful. It's fun, but it's not making me any money. So well, there you go. So if anyone wants sale, to buy an way, Ewe, so call me. <laughs> what are you selling for? How much does an instrument like that go for, though? Because you know, right. people aren't in music. Have you no know, clue. it's funny because right. you know, really these don't. things go through a life cycle, like like the Moog synthesizers of the day. Like you know, they're, they're, they're very expensive <laughs> when you buy them, and then they go through a cycle where they become worthless. And then they become vintage again, and people it's like want the vehicle them. I drive right now. Yeah, so it's 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 on its down life cycle, so it's worth about five hundred dollars. You know, okay. it's a thousand dollar instrument. Sure. If I keep it another 10, 15 years, it'll be worth a thousand dollars again. Sure. But it'll take a while. Is it worth? Yeah, the five hundred bucks over ten years. You know, what yeah, I mean? might so. as well get some space yeah. going. Sure, because you have not? to play it through an amp, correct? Yeah, it's, and you I have mean, to store it properly. Like, does it have to obviously be in a proper temperature? Well, I mean, it's like just a normal I just, temperature. I keep it in a corner of the, of the studio. <laughs> it's, but it's a doorstop. Let's be honest. It's collected right now. It's a really expensive doorstop. And then, a se- and he's also selling a fl- second flute. Why am I selling a second <laughs> flute? What are you? Did no, you not you, hear what Murray said? If it's not making you money, exactly. <laughs> you know, the only reason he had this second flute. This isn't. This is. This is um, a crazy story. He was going to be playing a solo gig for Sophia Loren. That's great. And somebody knocked his flute at the time. How much was that flute at the worth? Venetian? How much was that worth at the time? Ten thousand. Well, it's, it's ten grand to replace it. And it but. bounced. 
on the no. terrazzo floor at yeah. the Venetian. Did, oh, how, oh, wow. How yeah. did it get so much height? Well, it was from <laughs> somebody knocked it from my hand when, Are you when I turned my head and it went to the ground and they laughed and walked away and yeah. I was stuck with repairing a vintage instrument. So this is before Are he's you? playing so, for Sophia Loren. So he goes down to the music oh store no. who does his repairs and they don't have time to do a repair for him and he goes and buys a second flute so he can play that game. Are you serious? Where'd you buy it, right? It was a guy that had a store here in town on East Sahara. He's he's no longer in business. But, but, uh, <laughs> but he literally, you know, I mean... I spent a thousand dollars to solve a problem. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No, and then right. I had to pay yeah. for the repair on the other one. I've had that happen though. When you, something goes wrong, you just do anything to get back on track yes. to get the job done, and then you sort it out later. I've, yeah. mean, I've done that many yeah. times. You so know we what I mean? still yeah. have that flute, and uh, and I'm not learning how to play because I tried to learn on the other one, and I had a day on. Do that. You play the flute? Are you in, are you musically inclined? I I had a day on the flute. A and day on the flute. And he came home and I was like, forget that. I don't want to play that thing. So then I had a piano, didn't I? I started to teach myself how to play piano. Yeah. And then I had a, dr- a drum kit that I never played. And then, well, I still have it. I have an electric guitar. Okay. But you never so you play. play that. Oh, good. <laughs> Speaking of people that should sell stuff that's not making the money. Yeah. So I got rid that. of the drums. Let's talk about that, Queen of uh, Vegas Rock Talk. <laughs> Let's have a little chatterisky on that. Queen of holding instruments. <laughs> Hello, how are you? <laughs> so that's uh oh, but he said, "Do you want an acoustic guitar?" I was like, "Oh no, I want an electric guitar. I want an amp and everything to make a bunch of noise." You know, so. sure. Maybe I'll pick it up this afternoon, Jim. Play Great, you I'm something. Looking forward to hearing oh, that's that. nice. A little, little uh, <laughs> serenade, Jim. Yeah. Maybe I'll a Saturday afternoon in Vegas. <laughs> I'll periscope it. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll, I'll lose all the listeners. It'll all be gone, completely gone. Um, <laughs> so I bought the extra tea today thinking Chloe was going to show up. We well, could so, take a I'll, tea for her. Yeah, we could take her one back. Give her a tea. Sure. sure. Lemon flavored or just regular sweet? I think probably regular sweet. So sure. um, thank you. For anyone that's listening, and if you are familiar with Murray, you will know that he does a lot for animals. And every year, this is, well, this is the third year coming up, he's got his um, begging for magic show coming up for um, a fantastic rescue which actually had I and I think I know every rescue that exists around this area mm. but it wasn't until you told me about about these guys mm. I, I didn't even know they existed yeah so tell us who you're helping well you know it's Friends for Life Humane Society and they, they're a very small group uh, independent group no kill obviously society where they rescue animals from kill shelters and you know, other abused situations. And I met them because they have a, you can get dogs over at Petco at the corner of Rainbow and Spring Mountain every Saturday and Sunday. They're from 10 a.m. to 5. I know. They come down from Pahrump. Yeah, Yeah, Pahrump, yeah. And they have this big, you know, about 35,000 acre, um, 35 acre, not 35,000, 35 acre compound where they house the dogs. Mm -hmm. And there's a secret investor behind them that that has always remained quiet, but he's put the money up for the house and the compound and all that. That's fantastic. And these guys work. And the cool thing with the guys working at the Humane Society is they're actually, they used to be homeless. Mm. And that was, uh, they used to be hooked on the drugs and everything. And they found themselves through church and religion and everything else, whatever they needed to get back on track. And they work there, so it's the homeless taking care of the homeless, and I just love that. And they have a connection you know? because of that. Cause I remember your they show last year mm-hmm. when the guys got up to speak, that's, yeah, that's and right. they said, we know what it's like to be homeless, and no one give you a chance. Mm-hmm. So we relate to these these animals that come in, and I was just, well, I, I think I've cried at every show you've sure. done. I'll be crying nice. next Perfect. week, <laughs> for sure, because it's, <clears throat> um, I mean, that's, that's just it's just a big yeah. thing they're doing and, and the exciting thing too this year because we're at Planet Hollywood whereas the last couple of years we were at the Tropicana with Planet Hollywood it's pet friendly 
So we're going to yes. actually have dogs on site. So oh, people will actually be able, yes. So if they want to adopt the dogs, they're going to be right there. Whereas before, we always yes. had to show photographs. And that's there's always a disconnect. Oh, you photo. had a toy dog, didn't you? That one, one year you yeah, brought a little stuffed like dog that, in. Yeah. And uh, so they're going to actually bring the dogs in. We have proper red carpet as usual. But the, the dogs are actually going to be there. We can take photos with the dogs. We can actually take them home oh, with you and I'm see them. Thrilled. And uh, my mom's flying in with her <gasps> rescue because we rescued a dog, Minnie. Yeah. That's a little blonde dog. She's... Flying in on Friday for the, the charity, and because Min, Minnie's the poster dog for this, every year one of the dogs one, is a yeah. post. Yeah, and we have a couple of rescues from uh, the society, and then hers is the third one. So she's flying in with Minnie. That's so great. she's coming with that uh, little puppy. So How's your mom doing? Good, good. Lost my dad a few months ago, but he was eighty three, had a great life, and mom's been really, really strong. She's really been getting things organized. You have a great family. Keeping busy, yeah. So but she's excited to come down. You know what I liked is when you um, after your dad had passed away. Because you actually got bonus time with your dad, didn't sure, you? Sure, oh yeah, it was it was amazing. You know what I mean? Sure, he got this Definitely. this call that basically his dad was going to pass pass away within an hour, and then right. when he called back, he's alive. Dad was alive, <laughs> still alive. Yeah. What was he drinking? Juice and eating yeah, and eating applesauce and <laughs> sitting there. Yeah, you know what? Long story short, yeah, I got a call. Dad went in the hospital, wasn't feeling well, so we said go in in the emergency room, and then within the emergency room, while he was getting tested, he had the heart attack, but cardiac arrest, not just mm. attack. Boom! They took him in, brought him back, and they said, look, his heart's pumping at like eight percent. The stand, you know, he's so going to go. So we can keep him on everything, but he's probably not going to last. And then so, um, mom's like, "No, we're not going to do this. We both have an agreement that we're not going to live on life support or anything." So he mm-hmm. pulled it off. You know, dad was eighty-two at the time, four days before his birthday, and so mom sat there with him. And it's one of those nights where you just go, "My God, are we really doing this?" <clears throat> and then all yeah. of a sudden, I got in a plane for a funeral with my suit. And seven in the morning, I call to get in the plane. I says, "Hey, so when did he go?" I said, "You didn't get my message," and I didn't check my message. He's like, "No, he's no, he's still alive." I said, "What?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, came right back. They hooked him back up again after his heart got back to 20%. <clears throat> and um, and he's when I left him, he was drinking orange juice and eating applesauce. I like, you've got to be kidding me. I said, do you speak fine? I said, yeah, a little slow because his brain didn't have oxygen for about a minute. He lasted another six weeks. Got the pacemaker and that. But you know what? Sometimes a body is just done. Yeah. And he made his 83rd birthday and everyone got to say, see him. Yeah. And he remembered who he was and he was the person that he came into the world as. Aww. You know, I hate when you see somebody just yeah, come a shell of themselves and yeah. that's what I was scared of. Yeah. His memory is starting to go and everything. So, you know what? I think he maximized his life. So, so uh, you know, it's, if somebody had to go, that's kind of the way I'd like to go. And I think you, you always, know? I, 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 I think you're a reflection of your dad, obviously, because you know. of what you say about your dad, which was he, mm. lived, he lived a fantastic life yeah. to the fullest. Yes. I really liked the tribute you wrote for him, which was... Mm. All the things he taught you. Oh, sure. The random stuff you that don't realize. That was a long list. Yeah, from tying a tie to changing oil to yeah. trimming a tree. Things you don't realize. You you know how when up until about 28, your, your parents are like, oh my God, really? And then after like 30 onwards, you know, uh, if you're lucky enough to have them around, so you realize they were right about everything. And then you start doing what they did. <laughs> yeah. Even the way you take a jar off or how you pour a coffee or a tea or little things. Yeah. You know, Why do I do that? Like I read the paper every morning. I know you do. I can't stand reading the paper or the news. Well, what am I doing now? You read the I'm, paper. And I watch the news I'm like I couldn't stand that with my dad I'm like oh you gotta read everything don't you and sure enough every morning I sit there and, and I find it more educational when I do my show live so if somebody brings up a topic you are it's current. like the David Letterman's and Johnny Carson's that's yeah. what they did I know they had writers too but so I realized by doing this when I get up in the morning and do a show like yours you know I'm a bit more topical yeah. so it actually benefits me not that I'm just nosy you know what's going on in the world but, who's yeah. your who's your coffee mate in the morning Who, oh the dog oh the, usually you know what's funny is I always sit in my patio I have a patio yeah. and then I have an inside and depending how hot it is in the mornings and uh, usually I'll get up and as soon as I hear I have an alarm so when the door opens it beeps you know like a yeah. so now the dogs know that and usually when I walk out the uh, Bailey the new one because <laughs> you can't it's so funny with the, I'm sleeping they sleep in the bed with us so we have a big you know California king so I wake up and the other two just couldn't 
care. But Bailey, I swear to God, she must wake up two hours before, and all she does is <laughs> stares at me. And the minute I open one eye, yes. one eyeball, she's like, "Oh, that means he's up." Yeah. Like and then Tom she starts. It's amazing. Cause I'll, I'll see if she's sleeping. And as I lean over to look, she's like staring right at me. I'm like, How long you're, you're waiting? Done. And then as soon as I make any move, I'm like, "Oh, we're up." And then she'll follow me. And if she's out there, uh, the little one, uh, yeah. she'll always sit beside me. And then uh, chubby, uh, the, the black and white one, she'll come out and hang out. But they, yeah, they all sit out there with me. As long as I'm outside, and they just like to come. It's so Galaxy funny. She does that to me. They just yeah. like she'll be with her, us. She'll yeah. have her face right by my face on the bed, and I'll sure. just hear. <laughs> yeah, she does. It's funny. Right? As soon as one eye opens, yeah, yeah. Like game on. You're like, here we go. You're up. That means you're up. Well, it's That's great. Your mom's coming so, in. Yes, yes. Um, the show week. is on the 16th, which is a, a week tomorrow. Correct. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Three o'clock red carpet. Yes, three o'clock red carpet. Four o'clock show. And you know, as my shows with these go. Um, the ticket prices are just the same and then all the profits go to the uh, society That's we have right. raffles we have giveaways and also we have a donation box and then it's a variety show Mike Hammer is going to be on there oh I love Mike Hammer yeah you know I, he's a good friend of mine and I've never asked him to be a part of any of my show I'm like I don't know why I never asked you because I'm a huge fan of his and then we got Lydia Anzel playing the violin nice. we have uh, Lorena from Fantasy singing lovely and I haven't seen her for a long time Chloe's going to be doing an act in the show as well right. so it's going to be great so it'll be a nice variety show so if you don't like me come for There's the other people the you will exactly, like, you know, know and, it's a fun hour, and, and you Chloe's know. definitely the fairer you know. one. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so it'll be good. And on Ben Young, a good friend of mine, flying in from Pigeon Forge, he was oh. in my show about two or three months ago. Young magician, and he's coming here for the magic convention in town that starts tomorrow. Massive magic convention. Guess who's playing the magic convention? You're playing the magic convention Wednesday night. He'll be yeah. entertaining really? you. What are you doing? <laughs> um, you're part of a show you can't talk no, about, right? They just, no, they just called me. They they want casual instrumental music this time around. You really? Know, you should remember, take that thing you're going to sell well, and get it going, baby. Get that thing. What is it again? The wind oboe thing or whatever it's called? Here, it look, it's magic. It and looks then you like a trick. It. Yeah, you can just sell it. You know, By the end of the song, whoever the highest well, bidder goes. Well, uh, you two years ago I played the uh, the final night of the convention. We did Johnny Thompson's birthday party retirement did celebration. You really? Was I there? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I was invited. But anyways, that's beside the point, Jim. <laughs> Let's not bring I, that up. No, no, I, no, think I think I think said was, last year was Murray there. Yeah, and no, I think <laughs> I remember, but I wasn't in town for that. I yeah, because I, I was yeah, actually. Yeah. That, it was really amazing for me because I got to meet and become friends with Johnny Thompson. Yes. on a musical level. Wait because, a minute, was that the Italian American Club? No, it was at the it was at the Orleans. Oh, okay. No, I did his um, Okay, I was. But it was amazing because Johnny and I got to become friends. Sure. He's a musician. You know? He's a composer. I mean, he's he's classically trained. He's amazing. Everything in his show throughout his career that I remember watching as a child growing up, you know, yeah. his act was hilarious. That's I mean, right. he set the mark for of comedy course. magic. That's right. Um, and I get to meet the guy. Sure. And all the music in his show were his compositions. Oh, really? He used to be one throughout of his career. Cats, Talk know? about yeah. saving money. <laughs> oh, yeah, tell me about it. And the rights, too, right? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But that's interesting. Yeah, because Chloe's going as a registration um, guest because she's into the magic now. She's been doing it now for about a year, and she's loving it. I said, you should go. It's great. It's right here. And right now, without the big illusions in my show, she can because she's not working with me right now because the illusions are still coming back from the East Coast. I see. And then Ben is flying in. I said, well, you go with her. You'll have a great time because he's never been. He's a young guy. And i got to work, you know, which is great. But I'll be there in the evenings hanging out at the bar because, you know, us older magicians love sitting at the bar and just bitching about everybody else. <laughs> that's all we do is just gossip on. How horrible everyone is and who's stealing oh, what. And that's just what we do. Yeah. Like that's just what we do. Magicians are yeah. like musicians. Yeah. This, just, this, you know, I'll tell you something this week, though. Yeah. I did have a good laugh at Mark Bennick, one of his old videos. He had uh-huh. a gold satin, oh, poofy shirt on. Oh, he still has that. He though. told me that's, that. Yeah, he still has and that. And that uh, Michael Jackson military oh, jacket. With the epaulets? <laughs> yeah. You could actually serve a dinner for two on those. <laughs> They're so flat. I'm 
to and they're show so him. you could have a you know you could yeah he you know said, I said show him to me because not the locked up I said yeah and throw away the key <laughs> that's what you need to oh know. my oh, god I've never and he was selling it back in the day he was really selling Siegfried the right I mean he was doing it even Siegfried didn't have that much glitz in his stuff you know what I mean did you get I said did you go to the Siegfried and Roy school of fashion I was dying when I saw that video oh yeah no he's got it together now he looks good now wearing the suits with the chucks and trying yeah. to yeah you know, he, he needs a tighter time. I think he needs a tighter suit I was telling him sure. he needs a bit more of a euro cut yep. yeah but I had a counterpoint yep. to that because you have to have secret pockets <laughs> exactly <laughs> it takes a while for a brand like anybody I'm huge on branding as you know yeah. and I, you know it's hard to find somebody you know I told Mark um, that I think his brand should be because he's this is who he is when he's off stage is uh, and I've told this to, I mentioned it Nathan Burton and a few other guys and people just want to be Copperfield sometimes and I'm not saying it's them but is that I, he would look great with a John Deere hat sideways a Mac shirt a plaid Mac <laughs> that shirt that is Mark jeans yeah. and some cool Dayton's because that's really who he is, and, is. He's, and he's you know or his um, onesie yeah, yeah exactly onesie. but it's a cool look though because there's no getter done cool midwestern magician that comes out and does really yeah. cool stuff but plays off not being that quick and you are then different it's great and no one's done it yet. and I mentioned Nathan Burton because he's from I think he's from Arkansas originally so that's his world over there yeah. a little, you know and he did an old show at the Sahara with David Sachs a western show oh. and he came out with that on and I went that's your look, that man. Sense. You look great. And I know me and Nathan don't get along necessarily right now, but I'm, and I mean, this is a good thing. He's a great performer, a good promoter. I have a lot of respect in that sense for him. But that look was him. Yeah. You'll never be Pierce Brosnan. He, you know, people don't look, certain people don't have a look. Yeah. You, know, you can wear the coolest Calvin Klein outfit you want. You're not going to be. If it's not you, it's not you. Yeah, David Beckham. You know what I mean? But um, but he, with the hat sideways and the mat, I was like, man, there, and you, it's, it, some people have a comfort, but some people don't want to. Hey, you know what I mean? He can't have possibly been comfortable in that gold satin shirt. So you should try the <laughs> well, John you know, Deere my, look. My friend who, uh, but no, Mark's really coming around, which is great. Yeah, I love him to death. My, my friend who sold us our house owned a bicycle shop here in town for many, many years, and one of his old axioms was, you know, there's an ass for every saddle. <laughs> Isn't you know, that the and, truth? And, and You're right. <laughs> You're right. Do we need to take another break? You're right. Uh, no. How many have we done? One. Oh, yeah, let's do a quick break. <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Listen, listen to some words from our sponsors. You're yes. listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio yes. with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And we'll be right back with Murray Sawchuck and Jim DeRigo. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at Pet Lady World. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Dot com. <laughs>
Vegas Rock Dog Radio continues. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now, here again, your host, Sam. Sam. And we're back. Oh, we have a red light. I didn't even know we had a red light. Hi, everybody. Listen, Hi. you're listening to us on Vegas Rock Dog Radio, and we're live on Periscope. Find us on Vegas Rock Dog. Um... Technically, Murray has not broken down no. to do Periscope, I'm not. but I've got him on my Periscope. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. So Johnny Katz, I guess you still for Johnny. I guess you still don't exactly. win the bet. <laughs> I know everyone's you waiting. You photo for me very to get well on, on Periscope. Yes. Well, I'm excited. Well, I want. I tried three times ago. I did make an attempt to do the app thing and put it on my phone. Could not get it on there. So I thought, well, I'll take another break, and then maybe today I'll be inspired when I go home after this <laughs> to try it for the fourth time. <laughs> yeah, well, on my... watch it back first and yes. let's see what you think. I know. Think. Right. The I good know. news is it disappears after 24 hours. Does it really? If you don't save it to your camera roll. Oh, really? And I think some people on a Friday and Saturday night probably. The That's like some week. of the shows in Vegas. <laughs> 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 let's talk about that, Doug Dynasty. No, okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> How many weeks was that? It was, well, it was six once weeks, it, wasn't it? Oh, that's a lot of money and a little bit of time. We're going to talk about another show disappearing, not in Vegas. Knock Knock, Ryan Seacrest's new show lasted two weeks. Boom, canceled. Can you believe I that? I didn't even hear about exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, but terrible. Ryan Seacrest and the whole Fox and there's their big one, and it lasted two weeks. It just I just heard a few a week and a half ago it got canceled. That's yeah. crazy. Two weeks, fourteen days out of the game. <laughs> Somebody good. lost a job. Uh, Andy, Andy has a wall of death uh, in the in the office. Yeah, where. Um, when a show dies, he moves their flyer onto that, that's that so pin board. Funny. It's filling up. Great. Yeah, I know. Isn't <laughs> it true? <laughs> and, there's so many sh- and there's many more people coming into town. It's gonna, you know, now, recently, I saw a picture of you and Chloe. Um, you did a promo shot for, and I don't know if you can talk about it, but um, <laughs> it was, I'm trying to find where my notes, you did a shoot for. Yes. I did a shoot for you mean the oh we're talking about the, the uh, L A the the L A um the, yeah here L- I got it on my L-S phone L S yeah, yeah. animals yeah yeah no no we're gonna oh, bring this up we I did gonna, have my notes no no I have it on my phone uh, um it's, it's Christopher Amoruso is the photographer very dear friend of mine he shoots um he, sh- he came into town he shot a stars and cars thing for me I see uh, and Chloe and then he shot this which is basically it's the it's uh, I have it right here on my phone it's called Last Chance for Animals that's right lcanimal.org and, uh, and yeah, it's Krista Rose founded yeah, it from that, right there. that. There you go. Yes, he founded it from. Um, he used to be on Hard Copy. Oh, really? Yes. I wasn't sure the history of it, but I love the yeah. idea. Chris says, "Would you do a PSA announcement for?" I said, "Of course." And so when we shot the Stars and Cars thing with one of my old cars, he said, "Let's shoot something with your dog since you rescued them all." And I said, "Well, let's do it." So me and Chloe uh, did the shoot for them, and they just sent that out. And I guess it's gotten massive likes and shares just it's, because it had nice plan words. Well, and you know? also it's and it a, does look like I have a chihuahua. In my head. <laughs> I don't know what my hair was looking like that day, but everyone can find it. it looks like I put a pomeranian <laughs> boom on my head, and I just strapped that sucker on. I mean, honest to God. Your, bon- your bonnet. I know, right? My bonnet, exactly. So, I, um, I had a quick look at the website. Now, Chris, mm. um, as it used to yeah. be on hard copy, but he used to cover a lot of animal stories. Okay. And he kind of veered away from, from TV, but using his connections in TV yes. to shed a light on all kinds of animal abuse and don't wear fur yeah. and um, circus animals and... They're covering a lot, so mm-hmm. you've obviously teamed up with a really, really good organization yeah. who has yeah. been around a long time. Yes, you and know that so I knew, and I and when Chris uh, Chris Van Russo said, "Would you shoot?" and I said, "Well, yeah, of course." I'm, and I because I know his work and yeah. the other uh, stars that have uh, campaigned for it. So I'm I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, so. we'll we'll put that picture you know. up because it's just yeah, really um, yeah, it's cute. It's funny. Yes, fresh. It's, yeah, you got that very... suit on that I love. 
I love that suit. Very gay you, and happy, that photo. But where did you get you. it from? I got that from Moods of Norway, and it's very funny. Cause Moods of Norway? Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a, it's a Moods of, you Google Moods of Norway, <laughs> and they have these very cool suits that are like purple jacket inside lime green lining. They got some very good from Sweden and very, very cool uh, Finland. That's not Sweden. It's Finland. <laughs> Close. And Moods of Norway, yeah. And um, anyways, uh, it's very, very cool clothing, very hipster, very trendy. Yes. And I originally got it for um, when I did the roast a couple of years ago. Yes. Within, and I wore, because I want something different. And so funny, a month or two later, somebody mentioned, oh, you're going to do the Matt King thing with plaid. It never even occurred to me. No. I just, I just wore, because my look is from the neck up. It's the hair and glasses. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like I wear biker jackets for some things I'm not trying to be Chris Angel you know right like a, you yeah. know what I mean like, like shit everybody you know anything I wear people are gonna be you know I put a dress on now I'm Petty Piblis you know but so um, so anyways I uh, I said no it has nothing to do with that because that's not my brand my brand is from the neck up you know yeah. uh, but the suit just looked really cool and I just well, thought well I know, think so it helps that you're in shape well, uh, yeah, you know. I mean, you can wear, you can pull sure. off that suit. Yeah, yeah. You At really can pull age, off that suit. I'm not 20 do you, anymore. So. Do you work out much? Yeah, three times a week I do. But I hate the gym. I don't, I like the results. But you don't like the I going. can't stand going. But, you know, but I do like going because literally when I go, I put my phone in the locker for an hour, put the yeah. headphones in, and I do 45 minutes. I do like seven, eight machines, you yeah. know, uh, three sets each, and then I go for a 15-minute cool-down swim, and then I go home, and that's it. I mean, but it's nice for an hour. Just to, It's yeah. my yoga. It's my hiking or whatever people do. And you know? I don't think people realize this, but magicians yeah. are very active on stage. Stage. You run around yeah. a lot. You do a lot of these dove hand things and all yeah, that, those a lot moves. Of stuff. How'd you learn that choreography? <laughs> Who teaches armography, you that? Armography. <laughs> armography. Exactly. And you have hairography. Hairography. Right I do. Now. I got a lot of hairography. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But no, it's just one of those things where I think you learn. What I learned from years ago, which was a David Copperfield thing, is if people realize David Copperfield on stage, even to this day, every move he makes on stage is um, constructed. Yeah. He, there's, if he walks to the stage left for three steps, there's a reason he's taking the three steps. I his see. hand goes in his right pocket, there's a reason. He's not doing because his hand's tired, he wants to put his hands on. Every move he makes is calculated like a choreographed dance. Yeah. It doesn't look that way because he's just talking to you. Yeah. So I learned that. So when I'm on stage now, every move I make, there's a reason. I'm not just winging hands around. Because you know, when you're young, you're nervous, you're kind of doing stuff. Right. And then you watch yourself and you go, my God, it looks like my hands are on speed. So, um, <laughs> so, so anyway, you learn that there's no, you know, don't make an extra move. You don't need to because there's no, it's not it's necessary. Not yeah, it takes away from what you're trying to pull off. Who's you know? your mentor? Oh, who, I'm I, sure you've got a few. Yeah, when I grew up, my mentors were Johnny Carson and Phyllis Diller and Dean Martin and Danny Kay and um, and all these people growing up. Uh, Foster Brooks. Um, there's many different people I liked growing up, along with Copperfield because he was the magician. Yes. You know, um, but I liked all the stars from, like I said, Liberace to Phyllis Diller because they had a look and a brand. Yes. So when you watch them, it wasn't, you know, when you watch Liberace, half the people were there because they liked the music. Half were there because they loved the production. They wanted to see the Rolls Royce and the furs and him That's being right. camp. That's right. They loved that and uh, people don't realize it was about the show. Yes. You know, and people always criticize like a Britney Spears. Oh, she can't sing. Well, you know, she is Liberace. She does it all. She's yes. Madonna. Madonna doesn't isn't doesn't have a big octave. Jim said the same you know, thing. When you're we going went for to the show. Yeah. He said the same thing. He was, I'm yeah. not a fan of Madonna, yeah, but yeah. that production, that show, you're going was for, amazing. Same with Liberace. He wasn't the best piano player. Oh. He was a good piano player, but he had a great hook. And it's experience. Exactly. Same with isn't Victor it? Borgia. You know, same thing. You know, the, the comedy. You know, a piano player from the you know 70s, early 80s. Uh, he was very funny too. You know, the guy that flew off the piano when he played. And, <laughs> you know, he'd he'd put a seatbelt on his on his chair. And, <laughs> 
<laughs> if you anyone and doesn't know who I'm talking about, Google Victor Borgia. And she's a phenomenal, phenomenal p- pianist, but very funny. He had his own hook. So you do pull from different areas then? Everywhere. You have to, you know, to... Yes. And you just like you know. what you like. Yeah, I love what you know. You look at people like the Care Tops and that, and they find their own niche too. You know, like yeah. when you... Because when people come to a show, I want them to go, um, I want to see Murray, not I want to see a magician. Yes, yeah. and I think that's really, really yeah. important because, yeah, like you say, you talk about branding a lot yep. anyway. And um, I think if more people thought about branding, yeah. I think there's a tendency for people to rush and just get things going. Correct. Whether it's just opening, I don't know, a smoothie bar or whatever. Yep. Um, if they have not thought about their branding, it's, I often I, I look at certain things and I go, I don't know what that is. Yes. What is this product? I don't know what it does. Because yes. no one, they haven't branded it in a way that makes it easy for me to digest. Sure. You know, but like you say, visually, yes. it's instant, you know. Of course. Oh, you know, Murray with the hair and the glasses, right. you know. So, it's yeah, a, I think it's really, really important. Well, it's like Starbucks. It's beans oh. and water. You didn't reinvent the wheel. It's been around <laughs> since, know. you know, it's been around since, you know, Noah's Ark, right? So, um, you know, but you got the cool logo. You, you walk in, you feel important. Yeah. You sit there, it feels... They make you feel like yeah. you are special. Yeah, you sit there with your computer you, making another deal or whatever the hell you're doing. Or you, you need somebody. This, you need yeah. this beans and water. Brilliant. <laughs> you the same with, you know, the, the coffee bean or any of those. So, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm all about the branding because when I go to eat, I'm not a food connoisseur. I enjoy all kinds of food. I go for the environment. So yeah. I'm spending 150 bucks for a meal. Yeah, steak, steak, and this and that. I know steak isn't steak, but regardless, yeah. I'm going for the ambience, the music, yep. the, the musician in the corner, the uh, the tables, the, the lighting, because yep. it's a nice evening out. That's really what I'm paying for. I'm, I'm a, renting the space. I love coffee shops. Mm-hmm. I like to, because I work for myself, so I don't always want to be at home, but I enjoy a coffee shop, but I go for the same reasons. Yeah, you know? the environment and the hang. Yes. Yeah. You know, and does it have good Wi Fi? <laughs> that too. Exactly. Otherwise, not a lot of work's getting yeah. done. No, um, right. Tell everybody your website because yeah, you haven't website. mentioned that yet. Yes, murraymagic.com, M U R R A Y, M A G I C.com. And then, of course, my Twitter and Instagram all has my, my first name and my last name, which is Murray Saw. Chuck, so it's M U R R A Y S A W, which is his C-H-E-C-K. real name. Yeah, it really is my. Because I remember name. saying that the first time you came on my show, I, know, I yeah. was like, oh, the name, name. Yeah. and he's exactly. like, really no. my name. Yeah. Thank you very much. Let's be honest. If I had a choice of all names in the world, <laughs> Would you? I'm like, let's think of a real star-sounding name. We got Zach, and we have Pierce. No, Murray. That's it. Murray's the. <laughs> Come on, people. But I but yeah, there's nobody else named Murray. Uh, you know, that not that many, at least here in Scotland. There's a lot of people, but, but not as many here. Well, so. I encourage everyone that's listening. If you're in Vegas, and hey, if you're not in Vegas, come up, especially from California, come up to to Vegas for the weekend. Come to Murray's show, Planet Hollywood. What's the name of the theater? It's Sin City Theater. It's the there's three theaters at Planet Hollywood: Britney's Theater, Jeff Dunham's, and then there's I'm the 300 seat theater in the corner, Sin City Theater, second level. Yeah. August 16th, yeah, which is a there. Sunday, yeah. 3 p.m. red carpet. Yeah. They will have adoptable dogs there, which is brilliant. Yep. Because uh, like you say, the connection, you oh, make the course. connection when yeah. they're there. Um, the show starts at four o'clock. You can uh, donate a uh, product for his raffle and you can donate money. And um, I know it's going to be a good time. It always is. We have a great time. I'm encouraging tons of people to go. Well, I'm not oh, yeah. going to guilt them into going. Good, nice. Because that's kind of how I do it. Why not? And we'll take tissues. It's on a Sunday, so there's no excuse for no. regular people who are working that can't make it. Yeah, exactly. And so. we will push this as much as we possibly can. Yeah, thanks. So I want to um, close the show with, as we always do every single week, you can help a pet in need, either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, share their information, or host a fundraising show like Murray. Rescue your next family member. Replace the word shop with adopt and be kind to all animals. I want to thank you for coming in, Murray. I know it's early, but I have good swag for I'm, you. Uh, I'm excited. So, and you got your chocolate biscuits. And we periscope. This is and we huge. periscoped. This is monumental. <laughs> it is. 
And um, take a moment to hop over to uh, Murray's website um, or find him on Facebook, Twitter, hopefully but Periscope. Not Periscope. <laughs> but not Periscope at this point, <laughs> you know. I uh, want to say thank you to Mike for running the show. Fabulous. Thank you, Jim, for being our Periscoper or whatever we call that. And today you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. I'm your host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And always kiss your pets. Good morning and good night. Have a great weekend. We will see you at Murray's show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.